Ed, did you read this email from corporate? The PR department themselves is emailing you. You really, really, really <clears throat> messed up this time. Debbie, what did I do? Did I get numbers wrong? Did I put the wrong promotional poster? Did I, I, what did I do? I don't understand. Ed, you've done eight episodes, and not once have you promoted therealpizzabros.com. Not even once. Do you know how hard it is to promote a podcast without any place for anyone to go? They're just listening to this and just moving on with their lives entirely. <sighs> I'm so disappointed. Okay, Debbie, I'll fix it right now. I'll fix it. I, I promise. Just just don't send me to Farnell. Just anything but that. I, I can't handle that. Well, you better fix it right now. So you're going to Farnell right now, this very second. You'll never see Pizza Bros. You'll never see Steve. You'll never see Chester whatever again. And I'll make sure your children never have health insurance. Okay, okay. So uh, make sure you guys, after you get done listening to this episode, you go to therealpizzabros.com. You sign up for a newsletter. Uh, follow any social media accounts that are on there and you can follow it for like learning more about the books and what Kindle Vela and all that kind of stuff. So this is episode eight, Beth. On a Monday afternoon around 3 p.m., Ed holds another urgent all-employee meeting. This would be the third one this month. At this point, the crew is a bit desensitized to the urgency of these meetings. Okay, everyone, settle down. Ed says as he raises his hand to get everyone's attention. I have a major announcement. After months of hounding corporate, I'm happy to announce that I will no longer have to sleep on the office floor every time Riley gets a night off. At least not this week, Ed says proudly. The employees are surprised to hear this and lob potential reasons as to why Ed would not have to sleep on the floor. Did Corbett finally send you a cot to sleep on? Jenny asks. Did you move closer to the store? Dennis asks. What? Ed asks in confusion, interrupting the rest of the questions. Why would I hold a meeting just to tell everyone I moved? Ed asks. The last meeting was to tell us about saving a bunch of money on car insurance, Steve interjects. Ed dismisses everyone's questions and statements with a wave of his hand. Guys, today, I really do have big news, Ed continues excitedly. Riley asks, Did we get a new TV that we could actually watch? Just listen for a minute, Ed shouts over the increasingly rowdy crew. Debbie has finally sent me the help I need. I'd like to introduce our new assistant general manager, Beth. She was a shift lead like Riley at the Farnold store, but Debbie sees potential in her to be a general manager of her own store someday. Riley whispers to Dennis. Great, we get a brown noser. Dennis chuckles at the offhanded comment. <laughs> Ed continues. Starting today, she'll be working here, getting everything cleaned and put in order. Beth enters the room and stares expressionless at everyone. Her rainbow colored hair and full body tattoos are more lively than her personality. Why don't you introduce yourself? Ed asks. Sup guys, I'm Beth. I'm pretty chill. Just do your job. Don't piss me off. And we won't have any problems. States Beth gruffly. Our boss Debbie has stressed the importance of getting this store arranged according to corporate design and in tip-top shape. Beth continues. Believe me, she's really been riding my... Ed interrupts Beth. Okay, that's probably enough. Glad to have you here. Everyone knows what to do. Let's go make some money tonight. Ed dismisses the meeting and everyone heads to work. Over the next week, Beth works tirelessly to clean and reorganize the entire store. She cleans every nook and cranny, attempting to tweak it to perfection. 
She also moves every storage rack, box of ingredients, and stack of pizza boxes to make it look exactly like the corporate design schematic for the store. By Friday, the whole store has been moved around so many times that no one can find anything they need. Can you grab me some more pepperoni? Ed asks Steve on Friday afternoon. Sure, no problem, says Steve with a smile. He heads into the walk-in refrigerator and is blinded by the shiny chrome of the storage racks. Steve shields his eyes and searches for a container of pepperoni. In the walk-in, there are about 10 metal storage racks. Each one contains different ingredients sorted by type and food hazard. Veggies are on top, meats are on the bottom. Steve begins his search where the pepperoni is normally, but can't find it. He looks around again and still can't find it. He searches every single rack of ingredients in the refrigerator, becoming more and more frustrated with the search of each rack. They were here yesterday, Steve says aloud as he points to the rack in front of him. He searches again and asks aloud, Where are they? Wait, is that them? Hidden in the back? Finally, he finds a container and leaves after a lengthy amount of time. What took you so long? Asks Ed. Beth, Steve replies flatly. What does she have to do with pepperoni? Asks Ed. I couldn't find them. She's rearranged the entire store no less than ten times, exclaims Steve. I can't find anything. It's so frustrating. You're overreacting, dismisses Ed. No, I'm serious. You gotta say something to her. She's out of control, Steve insists. Ed thinks for a moment. Okay, I'll talk to her and see if she can show us where everything is. Ed reassures Steve as he hands him his delivery. Ed heads to the back of the store to find Beth. As he walks through the store, he admires how clean and organized it is. Finally, Debbie will get off my back, Ed thinks to himself. When he arrives in the back room, he finds Beth attempting to scrub graffiti off of some raw drywall. As Ed watches Beth, he realizes there may be something to Steve's protests. Hey, uh, how's it going? Ed asks. Fine. I'm almost happy with how the store is laid out. Maybe two more reorganizations. She replies. Two more? You're going to have to give us a map to find everything by the time you're done. Ed says jokingly. Ed looks at the wall Beth is scrubbing. His face furrows with concern. Uh, you know that you can't clean raw, unpainted drywall, right? You have to paint it or replace it explains Ed. Beth continues furiously scrubbing the drywall. What? Nah, don't worry. I'll get this off. Who would write Pizza Bros sucks? Pizza Bros is great, Beth says. Seriously, you should stop, says Ed. But it's too late. The water from Beth's rag has disintegrated the drywall and the full force of her arm goes through the wall. Crash! Uh-oh, says Beth with a frown. Ed shakes his head and walks out the back door to smoke a cigarette. That following Monday, Beth is still at the store. She looks run down and exhausted. Steve and Dennis see Beth and take pity on her. They decide to help her out in the only way they know how, with an intervention. Beth, you look wrecked, says Steve with concern. Haven't you been here for like seven days straight? Dennis asks. You gotta go home and get some rest, Steve insists. I can't go home. I have to get the store perfect for my inspection with Debbie tomorrow. Beth explains. If I could get a perfect score on my first inspection, I could get my own store sooner. Dennis looks at Beth with a doubtful look and decides to share some of his Pizza Bros wisdom with her. You know, as a senior delivery driver, 
Dennis begins. There's no such thing. Steve interjects as he rolls his eyes. Dennis continues. <clears throat> as a senior delivery driver, I've been here longer than anyone. I've even been here longer than Debbie. And I've learned something. Pizza bros will eat you alive if you let it. You will give and give and dig deep and give more. And it will never be enough. You've got to put yourself first, kid, and then give what you can to your job. Not the other way around. Steve is shocked at Dennis's compassion. Wow, you could be a nice guy when you want to. You better not spread that around. I've got a reputation to maintain. Dennis tells Steve pointedly. Seriously, though, you should listen to what Dennis said. He's right, Steve reaffirms. Beth thinks for a moment and frowns. I don't really like that jaded point of view. I'm going to give up my all and prove you both wrong. Steve and Dennis laugh at Beth's idealistic determination. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you want to turn into Ed, that's your choice, says Steve. Come on, let's go figure out what kind of pizza to make for lunch, says Dennis. The next day, Debbie finally arrives at the store to inspect Beth's hard work. Beth waits with bated breath and longs for the validation that she so craves from a perfect score. What do you think? Did I exceed your expectations? Beth asks, confident in her work. Debbie thinks for a moment, flips through her paperwork, and looks at Beth with disappointment. I don't know how this is possible, but this place is even worse off than the last time I inspected it. What were you doing these last seven days? Eating cheesy garlic bread and sleeping in the office? Debbie accuses. Beth is shocked and outraged, but visibly maintains her composure. Debbie looks down at her watch and sees the time. Ah, crap. Is it 1.30 already? I gotta inspect my next store. Debbie pulls out a piece of paper and thrusts it into Beth's hands. Fix all these things before next month's inspection. Debbie heads out the door and yells at a poor old lady for bumping into her. For a moment, Beth's head swims. All of her hopes and dreams of getting her own store shatter like glass around her feet. Her face turns red and you could almost swear that steam came out of her ears like a steam whistle. In a fit of rage, Beth marches into the back room, muttering angrily to herself until she sees the graffiti on the wall that reads, Pizza Bros Sucks. Finally, she gets it. She grabs her permanent marker and adds her own touch to the graffiti. It now says, Pizza Bros really sucks. The end. I'm Beth. Uh, since I'm new, they're making me do the outro. Don't forget to go to therealpizzabros.com so you can follow, like, share, subscribe, or whatever. Uh, what else do I need to say, Ed? You gotta say thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, I guess.